Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with the president and co-founder of Femgevity, Michelle Wispelway. As the leader of a digital health platform service that emphasizes the commitment to servicing women 40 plus through precision medicine for menopause and longevity, she leverages healthcare achievements to establish integrated health services for menopause guidance to advanced women's lifespans. Her early career in the clinical and life sciences sector sparked her realization of the need for creating women's health programs across prominent laboratories regionally, and she has positioned herself for success across top-ranked institutions. She is a sought-after resource, mentor, and strategist for healthcare leaders, and her expertise in healthcare management and marketing has enabled her to drive change and modernize programs. She's got a lot of drive and passion. Enjoy this interview. It's great to meet you, Michelle. Thank you so much for taking a minute out today. And I want to start everything off here before we get into your life and your work and what makes you who you are. I want to know, how did you survive COVID? The last three years was quite a time for all of us. How did you get through it and how did it change the way that you approach things now? So COVID for me was absolute insanity. I, I, I was still um, in the diagnostic lab industry. I was director of women's health there where I oversaw, you know, the program for the molecular and genetics and cytology. However, when COVID came, it was all COVID testing. Everything shut down. And everyone from every department literally pitched in. It was all hands on deck. And when I tell you I was at COVID sites swabbing really sick people, like day one when everything happened, I am not lying at all. Um, The company I worked for worked very closely with Rutgers to um, you know, Andy Brooks had developed the saliva test for COVID, had the first FDA-approved test. So we worked very quickly hand-in-hand, and we just had, you know, insane amount of government contracts that I spearheaded with, you know, with the um, law enforcement and the prison system and everything really statewide across New Jersey. So I don't even know, it's, it's honestly, you'd even think about it, you just did it, and I was out there working every day, and luckily my husband was home because someone had to watch the kids, because <laughs> his practice was shut down because of COVID. Did you happen to get it in the early go, or, or how, were you protected? You know, yeah, you know, what's interesting is, and I, and I do think um, people tell me I have Viking blood, um, but I do think it's, it has something to do with O negative, my blood type. I did not get COVID, and I tested myself a lot, very frequently. Um, and I didn't. And I actually didn't get COVID the first time um, until 2022 in the fall. And it was just, you know, briefly for a few days, I really just felt like I had a cold. Yeah, that's bizarre. You know, my day job, I work for a school district, and I kind of feel like I'm a plumber. I'm always around germs and all that. So it's, you know, they said early on, basically, I don't even know if it was early on, maybe a year into it, they said basically everybody's going to get this. It's going to go through. There's going to be a level of herd immunity. Um, I, I think it was really about the older population and those that are unhealthy. Wasn't that kind of the crux of it? Yeah, I, I, I do. I, there definitely is an aspect of the herd immunity, um, you know, our body just become more resilient. And listen, it's, it's a part of epidemics are, are, are a part of our, our medical world and our system. And, if, you know, if you look back to the 1800s, 
there's been every hundred years there's there's a big pandemic, and you almost have to have it because it if, if you have that big of a population, it it just you, the the healthcare system just can't handle it. And I know that sounds morbid and you know very rigid, but it, it's the God's honest truth. <laughs> it's kind of like um, you know the, the survival of the fittest, and it's just a, a cycle of, of life. I I agree. Yeah, that's well put. That's quite intense. So let's get to the clocks. I mean, I, I see on paper what you do, but I want to hear it from you in a more concise way. So I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders in career day. One of the kids <laughs> looks up and, say, and says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? So in a third grade term, we help women with hormone balancing during a phase of their life when their body changes. And notoriously, there has not been any doctors that know how to properly treat women when their bodies change and what type of medications and treatments to give them to help mommies and aunts and sisters feel their best and replenish themselves. In a third grade term, in (laughs) in in an adult term, we are a digital telemedicine company. We are in the femtech industry. We are a startup, and we revolutionize menopause management and feminine longevity medicine, and we use a comprehensive approach with DNA analysis testing, a comprehensive hormone assays, and we combine it with symptom analysis and tie in a personalized testing treatment plan where no woman is treated as one. Everyone is unique, individual, and we really personalize it. You know, there's doctors haven't been trained in menopause historically throughout medical school, and they're very uncomfortable how to treat it. And women don't know where to go. And when your body loses its hormones, you know, the estrogen protects you from actually heart disease and osteoporosis. And when your body is depleted of that, that's when the disease sets in. And women, you know, through your perimenopause years, as you lose that, disease happens and you then you just really kind of go off off the cliff with not a preventative lifestyle and you're kind of sending yourself into a crossroads for your health span that's fascinating i had no idea i mean there's so many aspects of that so i'm curious what did you want to be in the third grade what was your dream when you grew up oh you know Marry a football player, and you know, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, I always knew that I wanted to make an impact, and I never wanted to settle for just a job. I knew I always wanted something that I had passion in, right? So I got into the diagnostic space after college because I loved the clinical aspect. I loved women's health. I love being able to speak on behalf of the newest innovative testing and diagnostic tools that help women survive and, and live longer. And then, you know, the, our healthcare industry is, is very broken, and throughout the years, everything became much less focused on the clinical aspect of it and innovative care and more just insurance-driven, right? Like, you could, people can only order the testing that insurance pays for, even though, they really need more testing to really properly diagnose and, and, and treat. And so, you know, going back to my roots and what I really wanted when I was that third grade girl, 
you know, found, you know, founding Femdevity with my partner, it was getting back to the passion and really making an impact and getting that outcome for really just redefining women and empowering them to live healthy and better lives and, and understand what optimal health means, not just treating when you have disease, but let's treat to make you feel better that aging isn't scary. It's actually, it's invigorating and it's a rebirth and it's your next wave of life to feel that 20, 30-year-old self. So let's get to, I mean, the, the way that we excel in life for those inspirations around us. Who's been a hero for you? You know, it's funny because I wouldn't um, have said this in my younger years, but I guess the wisdom and life experiences, I would have to say my mom is, and it, and it, took, it took for my mom to actually pass away at 51 and go through a lot of, like, you know, hard times with, like, acceptance of, you know, sudden death and everything. And, and I realized that my mom really did, she always put forth her best effort. Even if it wasn't, you know, what I appreciated or, or saw at the time, it was always, she did always what was best for us, even though we may not have thought it. But I think, like, to me, that it, as a 42-year-old woman, when I think back, I think of my mom, and I think of just she never stopped and always kept going to what her outcome was, whether it's, like, it was professionally or personally or doing what she needed to do for her daughter. Let me ask you this. If you could meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be? Oh, wow. That's a good one. I think that person would be Peter Thiel. He fascinates me. Um, I would love to pick his brain about business and startups and how he processes and formulates ideas and, um, and, and really takes businesses to the next level with creativity and, and networking and partnerships. And I would love to know his, his, his library of books that he's read to just absorb the information that he has. So in that same vein as, you know, admiring somebody that's highly driven, what is the drive for you? What's the motivation gas in your tank, so to speak, every day for you to do the work that you do to achieve what you want to get done? Passion. Um, it, it really, it comes from pure passion. You have to really want something, and it has to come from your heart and your gut, and and, and my confidence, right? My confidence in believing what we're doing, confidence in myself, and my resilience to be able to bounce back when I make a mistake and to actually want to make some mistakes. Make, you make mistakes, but you make fast mistakes, right? Because it's the only way you get up for growth and to learn and become better. And really those are the, the my, my, my key my key objectives with really what what makes me tick every day to get up and keep doing it over and over. So what is your favorite client success story that you've been involved with over the years? So 
I would say going back in my career in diagnostics, um, that really, really re made my career was a um, fertility clinic um, that really let me imprint myself into the molecular genetics world. And it really helped my growth with understanding just a lot of like DNA analysis and genetic mutations um, and understanding a, a really big business and, and how it grows. And, and it helped me also understanding of like the importance of a relationship and networking because things do go wrong in business. But when you have that relationship with people, that's the only thing that's really going to keep that business with that client afloat to, to forgive any, you know, business mistakes that have happened or gone wrong. So what is, what is the one thing that you've done as a professional that you're the proudest of? Professionally, you said? Yeah, I guess it could be professionally or personally. Yeah, what are you the proudest of that you've done in your life? I think really what that product I'm, I've done is um, how I've ingrained in my children that they respect, you know, hard work. And also the other thing is how they, how they treat other people. I think my product is when people tell me that my children are polite, that they're conversational, and when I see my son speaking and articulating with other adults and asking them questions. And that is my proudest. And, and it goes far beyond any professionally because that is, I'm putting my children out into the world and it's how they treat people and how they know that they want to be treated back. And that pays it forward for generations and generations on because I've ingrained that in them. And then they'll bring it in their children and their children's children and, and on and on. Well said. So let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into a younger version of yourself. and You can take all of the experience and wisdom you've gained in this lifetime and impart advice on that younger version of you. What would you tell your younger version? You know, I, I, I say this to people very often, this question. And what I would tell myself is to, and I, and I still say this now, to not worry about what if, what if it doesn't work out? What if I don't make this amount of money? What, you know, stay in the moment and focus on the now. Don't look around what other people are doing. Focus on what you're doing. And insistence is a form of resistance, right? The more you insist on something constantly working and, and being stressed about it working, the less it's going to work. If you just take a step back, and be like, I got this. What's going to happen is going to happen. I wish I would have done that because it would have saved me so many nights of sleepless nights and worry. And what happens for you is supposed to happen for you, good or bad. For sure. Yeah, what was the first book that you read that really kind of part of the curtains for you and made you either want to read more or just be inspired? Um, I think one of the most, re I'm going to go back to one of the most recent books. Um, and it is just like resonates with me out of all the books and all the years I've read, but never split the difference as Chris thought is a phenomenal book. It's, it, you know, it, it's negotiating and understanding how to speak to people and 
and understand the psychology and asking questions. And I, and I think it's the most impactful because so much of, you know, just like business and obviously in your personal life too is, is relationships. And if you don't know how to interact with people and, and how to look at things from a different perspective and, and, and not just like settle at, well, that person is nasty, so they just must be a nasty person and not be able to dial it back and be like, well, there's 10 other things that could have happened that day. That to me just has resonated with me so much because you have to you have to understand the human brain and 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 just how to go back how how to go about function like functioning in relationships and in talking and 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 negotiating whether it's with your child or with a business person so Michelle everyone out there has a perception of you there's all these pockets of people family friends clients colleagues that you ultimately run the show. What is your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I think I have a lot of tenacity, uh, passion, persistent as hell, um, energy. I could be very intense, sometimes over-intense and overbearing. <laughs> um, you know, I know my flaws, and I, and I know my, 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 great, my great aspects, too. But I, I think just driven and relentless. <laughs> I get it. I hear it for sure. So, Michelle, if anyone wants to learn more about you, get involved with your services, anything pertaining to you and your world, where can they go? Um, they could find us at femgevityhealth.com. Um, they could find our, our social tags are at femgevity. Um, I'm on personally on LinkedIn, um, and we have, you know, live chat and text and um, all, all that avail- available to get in contact with us. Michelle, thank you for diving in like a good jazz improv set. This is wonderful. Thank you for your story. Thank you for – you had such wonderful insights and answers. I appreciate your time today. Best of luck with everything. Thank you. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Thank you.